0: Healing crystals, skincare routines, knitting a sweater, fitting in jeans, with Katie and Sarah, no need to worry, you're on a lady journey.
1: (laughs) We don't want that. Hello and welcome to Lady Lady Journey, Journey, everybody. Oh my gosh. We are in our new space. We've just had our makeup done for our glow up and we had our friend, and lover a professional photographer come over and he told us that our setup was completely wrong so now we've adjusted it everything <laughs> makes sense to us for the first time but we feel like newscasters you yeah, did say that we Nine. are
0: delivering the
1: news a pile up on uh, i9 i9 and it's bad <laughs> <laughs> I always thought it would be funny, like a funny sketch with like a, a news people delivering the news, but then like you know how you're in, it, you say something horrific, and then but you are laughing hysterically, and yes. someone's just like telling about a local murder, and they can't stop laughing. <laughs> like, why? Well, I was.
0: <laughs> well, it's like I was telling you in the previous episodes, I think in two oh two or two oh three, about that stranger in the family on. Uh,
1: who oh yes, am- I forgot what network. That was Netflix. Netflix. Was Netflix.
0: But it went on to another. The dra- dramatization of it went on to another network, which I also thought was kind of weird. Ah, uh,
1: but that one, yeah,
0: that one is horrific. Is go- what is going on with his family? But because it's just like, how can this get any worse? And that they keep falling for this guy's manipulative ways. It seems so obvious to us to this day and age that yeah, it almost. I was like, this is like a sketch.
1: Yes. And that's like what happened with the um, setup of this studio. Because it was obvious (laughs) to someone else that we were were sitting at the widest part of the table. And he said that with uh, such an incredulous... He said, why? (laughs) Why would you do that? It's like you're letting a strange man into your home. Yeah. And telling... He
0: manipulated us into doing it right. That was the first time that manipulation has worked in our favor.
1: God bless him. God bless America. (sighs) But we're excited...
0: Welcome to Lady Journey. Just
1: FYI, we do have a Patreon. We have a YouTube. We want people to subscribe. Please subscribe to our YouTube. If you're just watching this, just guys yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, share, share with subscribe your girlfriends. It. Guys, I looked at our analytics. I thought for sure Lady Journey was going
1: to be all babes, all ladies. Yes, it's mostly <laughs> <laughs> it's mostly businessmen. I <laughs> <you> think <laughs> it's seventy percent men and we love you guys and we love you guys oh, too but keep we listening. want you we need to, to tell, tell your, your wife tell your cousin tell a female cousin <laughs> Any lady in your life
0: that, call her up. I love girl.
1: Hey, have you heard of Lady Journey podcast? Yes. Just get the word out. Trying to get the word out. Yes. Now, today we have a really fun um, journey that we've been on. Something that we both have a lot of experience (laughs) with. (laughs) This one's going to be real fun. (gasps) It's going to be, well, it's going to be some, it's going to go down. And then we're going to go right back back up. up. But it's depression. We want to talk about depression. It feels yeah. like a little after is so a little special, especially when we're looking into the camera you saying, know, are you okay?
0: Really? Because it's all been fun and games up until this moment. And we realize, you know, we're about to hit winter month. Winter is
1: coming. Winter is coming. Yes. And the seasonal depression, it's real. It, it is, is really real. Well,
0: I told you the other night I got home at 3.30 in the morning
1: mm. from the cellar, which we are regulars. As, as everyone knows, we <laughs> are regularly
0: there very late. and I so I got up at noon but now and then you get your day going at one and then you're like well great now the the night is coming
1: the night yeah when the night comes early in New York City especially when we hit daylight savings time which is next week are we still doing that
0: I think this is the last time we do it okay and then in the new year we will not be springing forward wow yeah. So
1: I thought we I think were people are just forgetting about this. Keep the old time because that means now this is just going to be the time forever. That's annoying to me because <laughs> I thought we were going to get rid of it's dark at 4:15. Yeah. That's what I thought we were getting rid of daylight savings time, and now it's like no, this is the one we're sticking with.
0: Which you're right it is upsetting because I thought the whole reason why we adjust is so we can get more
1: sunlight. Yeah.
0: In our work. To- well, which is, daylight savings is such a weird concept because it's
1: for farmers <laughs> yeah. it's for it's not for us the working folk no. the freelance women of America well I so that does really make me depressed though and especially when I first moved here because in Indiana where we were we are on the same time it's, it's about an hour later that yes. gets dark
0: well I yeah I hadn't experienced that until like in Texas which is a little bit further south we I it doesn't it gets dark earlier, of course, but it's not in... It, like, it gets dark here at 4, and evening is happening at 3. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's 4.15. The sun is past setting, and if you have a late night like you had, you get home, you know, super late, and then you sleep until noon, then that means you have three hours of daylight. It's like, are we in Sweden right now? Is this... <laughs> Like, what is should this? I be knitting and listening to rock set? Yeah, <laughs> right. So the seasonal depression definitely sets in. Um, so that's, you know, that's just one of the many flavors of depression that I have experienced. I
0: know mine's always um, I have a constant level. And in fact, I've always wondered if I have just I'm always depressed. That's my that your baseline. baseline? Yeah. yeah. And then any feeling of happiness is just a spike.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like that where where you're just kind of like um, oh I just found out I'm actually just a a downer. <laughs> I'm
0: Well, I it does feel like even in my stand up sometimes I'm like this is kind of downery yeah yeah well
1: I mean I don't I like I don't,
0: to make fun of things though
1: yeah and also like so much of stand-up you want to have that kind of dark edge yeah you know and that's that can be interpreted as a downer by some but other people I think find it the darkness to be like really relatable and you know interesting and yes. charming and and the reason that they're kind of looking to stand up in the first place to kind of just you know relate with when you do feel awful about something like I've I've had like these terrible moments in my life and called my aunt and like told her that story and she just cracks up and I thought oh my god this was actually funny yeah like a horrific breakup where you're like well one time he made me hot chocolate and he just turned on hot water (laughs) and that was how he (laughs) made hot chocolate it was like was that somebody that I wanted to combine my genetic material with Like, I don't, maybe it's, I dodged a bullet, you know?
0: No, that's, I do really enjoy sometimes when you share your sad moments with somebody and then they find the hilariousness in it. Yes. Yes.
1: God, it's so precious. So I do think, like, people do, like, appreciate dark stand-up. But so you're more, I'm a little bit different of a depressed person than you because I think I am more, like, emotionally unstable and that like <laughs> like the beginning of the day I start out really great and then I take a I take a hard hard spiral Right around three right around three yep I get the I get suicidal yeah. and, <laughs> and then you know once I, I I have been in periods of prolonged depression in my life a lot of my early 20s well, actually, pretty much my entire 20s, I would say I was like struggling with depression on and off. But when I went to therapy, well, I was in therapy for about three and a half years. And ever since then, I have not had a depressive episode that's like longer than a few weeks.
0: Yes. I go through, I just go through light periods. And now that because you one lives with it long enough, you realize what it is. And now I have ways to combat it yes yes you're yeah. like my techniques or what I know my traps are
1: yeah, yeah. I, I definitely a trap for me is definitely self-comparison and you know you can you can never compare yourself to others but we do we do but we do every day <laughs> and we are
0: told told it all the time when people are like stop comparing yourself you're like well it's part of my job description
1: yeah and when also you're getting it's like- chosen
0: People, Other people are getting chosen over and over Over a year then you're like how do I not Do this
1: yes yeah And um, you know it, it is Always hard to Not focus on the negative stuff because it's Like you could also you also have the choice of like You could compare yourself to um somebody who's not doing good like on I think that's one of the reasons that people love shows like love after lockup you know where you're like hoarders yeah (laughs) hoarders you're like well at least I'm not that person well
0: it's true because I remember during my throes of when I was drinking really heavily I remember loving intervention and I would always be like well I'm not as bad as these people oh wow I remember
1: when intervention came out and it just feeling so salacious to me it was wild I mean the stuff that they would show you would never saw that on TV before that was a new era
0: oh there's still under the
1: guise of a documentary and it's just like someone eating nachos like watching it like (laughs) Bridget's not doing good neither are you Frank (laughs) obviously
0: no I wasn't doing well but there's one episode that like shocked me I still think about this day and every now and then I look her up on Google to be like I hope she's doing all right (laughs) I love Um, that little
1: Facebook stalking
0: but I remember when I quit drinking. I was pretty into my sobriety. I had stopped really. I didn't really reach for that show anymore.
1: Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And I didn't. That's very interesting. I
0: don't. That's. It wasn't like I did that on purpose. It's just something that I felt like happened naturally. Hmm.
1: Hmm. Yeah. I think when I have been depressed, I usually do watch shows that are. I guess it escapes for me or validating. Like I used to have a problem that I have talked about on here before where I was like medicating with marijuana. Mm-hmm. And like I think you know pot it's get it has the it has like the reputation of like oh this is like fun, you know, like Cheech and Chong like they don't have a problem and then you watch it and you're like oh they do. They don't they are not working. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it did not have super long-term effect I think about there's several like there's like party boy comics online Mm -hmm. and you're like god they're really doing it maybe I quit drinking too early and then I get to find out some behind the scenes stuff and you're like oh it's not what they're living in a waking
1: nightmare yeah yeah Yeah, I I, that is one reason that I have you know just cut back my drinking so much because I will say like If I have a couple nights of, like, like when I was just in Los Angeles with Julia, you know, staying with a girlfriend, like, we had one night we, like, went out, shared a bottle of wine. Next night we went out to happy hour. And then I noticed the next day I have to be really, really careful. I mean, it's from having, I'm talking two drinks one night, three drinks the next night. Yeah. The next day, like, that's when I could, like, literally spiral into a depression and just be like, everything is awful.
0: I I need to go back. I'm not where I'm at in my life right now. Yeah. Yeah. I need to go to
1: grad school. (laughs) Start making swift decisions. So I do think like it is important to have your own like tips and tricks that you know that will work. Like for me, I know it just helps me to know like, okay, I had a couple of drinks. I know that the price that I pay for that is feeling emotionally unstable. And so, while that does not stop me from riding the spiral into the ground, yeah, it at least helps me maintain, like, a mental awareness that I can, like, challenge my negative thoughts like everyone hates me.
0: Oh, yeah. And um, I've learned that through AA of um, – they always say – it's not in one of the steps, but it's just, like, a common slogan of, like, thoughts aren't feelings. Oh, that's good. Thoughts um, are not
1: feelings. Yeah.
0: So, just because you're having that thought, it, it doesn't – it doesn't mean anything.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That was one thing that I did love about the book that I read, uh, which I've talked about on here before, The um, the Untethered Soul, which is kind of about like mm-hmm. getting into this um, kind of Zen mindset of – when something happens in your body and something happens in your emotions, it's kind of like something happening in the environment outside of you. You know, you kind of fall back behind it and realize that that doesn't need to be part of your identity. You don't need to identify with these like strong feelings that you have, but of course, like when you are getting depressed, like part of the part of the my issue with it is that I get so deep into it that I can't come out.
0: yes, and also, I also tell myself when you're having that, this is not permanent
1: oh that's a good one
0: because sometimes you feel like uh this is going to last forever
1: it does feel like that when you get down in that place where you've just kind of like given up all hope and you're just in that you don't have the energy to fight it yeah first of all go to bed bitch that's the first of all take a damn nap before you do anything
0: (laughs) well it I think when you think when you realize this is not going to last forever it's probably a slight you're accepting your thing. Yes. And also those are valid feelings that you're having. I know I just said that thoughts aren't feelings, but the general if you're sad, sometimes you're that's an actual feeling that you're having.
1: And that's and I I do feel like that too sometimes because well, I mean, of course, anybody who's like trying to get a new job, you're going on job um opportunities and maybe you're experiencing rejection or um a parallel. If you're like somebody who's looking to get into a relationship, you are constantly putting yourself out there and you might be getting rejected. And that's what we basically do in our business. It's like every audition or every like packet that you send or every like... Every
0: show is putting yourself out there.
1: You're putting yourself out there or like posting something online and then experiencing this visceral rejection, which we talk about in our Patreon episode, $5 a month. You hear what happened... <laughs> the backstory of our taste buds episode with sal volcano he was not present but he is famous (laughs) so that's why we're name dropping him but feeling that social rejection i think like it can cause you to experience really upset feelings but you want you do want to validate yourself
0: yes because that's what we were talking about this earlier of like oh i'm 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 just like lame and i'm feeling i'm a burden because i'm having these feelings but then ultimately you're like Yeah, but they're valid, and I think anyone would be feeling this if they were in my situation, too. Yeah,
1: and that's actually not depression. Yes. And some people confuse that. That's a reality. Yeah, that's the reality. And even though you can still validate and experience those emotions, and you can employ whatever techniques you want to, like – I don't know, like be resilient or like get yourself back on the right track to be like solutions oriented in your life and have your mindset right for success. I mean, you don't want to like walk through life like I'm a white woman and I can't get booked. <laughs> you know, it's like that's not helpful to anyone. And it's also it's just awful. Yeah. Well, it's all. And then at the same
0: time, like, uh, you know, I, I do. I'm like, I hate that. I wish I had gotten some things in my life or whatever. But at the same time, you're like, I actually have a really nice apartment I'm married and I live in New York and we're doing fine
1: yeah I really really do try to do a daily gratitude practice and I notice like the days that I do it and I'm just feel grateful for the little tiny things in my life like running water you take so much for granted like it's really hard to be like but i wanted the audition i wanted to get the part (laughs) and it's like um my friend has fucking cancer yes you know it's like uh, you're being a bitch (laughs) could be way worse for sure sometimes that's the thing that i do think is like tricky about getting in the mindset of depression is like you get in this really narrow perspective and
0: it's slightly to me like not to I don't know you could I could be wrong but it feels a little
1: self-centered I think it is self-centered and I think like um you get into the way the thing that gets really tricky about it is like when you have like you know patterns in your life where you confront your negative thinking consistently and you make that a practice or you're going to therapy or you're doing like gratitude practice doing journaling like those things I think can help orient you to like a more objective mindset but when you don't have something like that or you're just not used to doing it you can get into those bad mind patterns where you get caught in this narrow perspective
0: oh yeah I because I was telling you earlier I get in the mindset I get very I guess the term would be reductive where I can make everything seem pointless
1: yes yes
0: you're like I'm making I made a video and I thought it was fun and I love it but at the same time I can look at it at another perspective and be like it's I feel like a silly woman
1: oh please yeah and then I countered that (laughs) I said (laughs) How about my Elon Musk Halloween costume that I put 5 minutes into while I was extremely overcaffeinated, which is a compensating behavior that I use f- to control my mood. And then I posted it online, I got 30 likes in an hour. I spiraled. I took it down, then I reposted it to my stories. It's like, yeah, what what am I doing? Like, why am I focusing? Why am I focusing on this area in my life that is actually ultimately not helpful in and- Silly, you know, it's like just leave it up and let it be a post that has 14 likes. Like, I know. you're okay, you're and okay, move on. But it does like sometimes you'll all just be like, Are we clowns? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and especially with like so much online hate now, too. I think it's like a little bit, I mean, well, we've made it, that's why we have haters, but yes,
0: you know, you. I always say hate is good. Ugh. You, you got to want some haters. And we
1: love it. I dare you to comment something nasty on this, Jerry. <laughs> you fucking psycho. But thank you for commenting. We appreciate and
0: it. I don't know if he's on our Patreon.
1: <laughs> oh, this is our episode.
0: Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Hi, Jerry. Hi, Jerry.
1: Um, uh. <laughs> but one thing I will say is that, like, when I get into that depressive state, I and I was saying this to you about earlier too is that like I almost feel like when I I get into these like confrontations with Mike where he'll be like you need to like be solutions oriented like like let's have a winning mindset like you know you don't need to spiral and think like the world is against you and like you know I almost feel like I'm doing it from a place of ego because if I can't feel like I'm doing great and my life is perfect then I'd rather take it to the exact far extreme and be like <laughs> everyone's against me I'm trying my best but I'll never I'll never amount to anything yeah. and it's like getting in that horrific ego bound state it feels good because you still feel like you get to be like the special you're a, li-
0: a victim kind of yeah it. And you're fighting not your the fault.
1: world. you're fighting the world but they hate you and they won't let you do anything when it's like and getting trapped in that and it sounds insane to say this it sounds totally insane but you know everybody I think you can relate to when you get into this type of really narrow mindset when Mike is like look at all these nice things he likes to joke around with me now where I'm like no there's no hope (laughs) it's like that's what I'm that's what I'm gonna win the argument that I'm gonna be nothing in my life and he's gonna
0: let you like Die like a little star in the night like, Yeah Just yeah. like
1: fade away Yeah I'm gonna be homeless now <laughs> You know like It's just like My mind goes to the extremes And when I oh, was god. Really struggling with depression It would be like that For weeks You know for me Well I cause I'm
0: like Oh my god You know what I feel like I'm so I any. I feel like I'm weeks away From just being a loser At my mom's house
1: Yeah And I think that like That's not reality I don't think that that's reality because it helps. It really helps when you – that's something that I found that was very helpful. First of all, I went to therapy, and it did help me just to talk to somebody because when you hear yourself saying stuff out loud, like what I did say, where I'm like, they're persecuting me, and I want (laughs) to do comedy. It's like, okay, bitch, you're psycho. No one is nailing you to a cross. Because they didn't want to make your sketch, <laughs> you know, so saying stuff out loud, I think is just helpful. But when do you know it's time to go to therapy? What's what's when
0: all, every relationship around you is annoyed with you?
1: Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. When you're you're like using your friends for therapy. and you're yeah. Like I'm busy.
0: Well, you just start. Also, I start to note like what was it the other day? Fortunately, I was just talking about analytics and algorithms and stuff like that because that's all I'm like researching on lately. But I had a, f- there's Billy Prinzel Every time he came into conversation, I was having the same conversation that I was like, this isn't good. Yeah. I need to switch up what I'm talking about. And, or, and part of the algorithm analytics is trying to beat the system. Mm-hmm. So it has a feeling of depression with me. And so that was kind of a sign to me that I have to like chill the fuck out. Um, and then also maybe being – when I feel like I'm being bitter.
1: Oh, yeah, bitter. Drinking my own poison. Oh, drinking your own poison. It's the sweetest drink. <laughs> the yummiest. Is
0: this hot chocolate? Because <laughs> I
1: love – I know it's like the one you feed. Like you give the good wolf yes the energy and then, he, then you win and then you give – but, you know, sometimes I get so fed up with that because, like, that's what we were talking about. Like, sometimes, sometimes – You can do manifesting and do whatever you want, and then you still don't actually have what you want, and you're stuck in that feeling of wanting, which is this other, like, you know, different ego-bound state where you're like, I wanted that, I wanted that, and I'm never going to get it. But I think it's, like, a a little easier just to release it. Yes, or I try to accept my fate. Maybe
0: nothing will ever happen, and this is my life, and you're like, it's still not bad.
1: And that's why we need you to subscribe to our podcast. (laughs) We're actually not doing great. <laughs> I knew it was time for me to get therapy when I had I had done a ton of self-help books. And I do feel like this a little bit on and off. Like, you know, living in New York City and living a pretty high-stress lifestyle, that can cause you to experience depression. Like, if you're not sleeping regularly. If you're not, like, getting – yeah, like – if you're isolated and you don't have An emotional support system like Those are things that can cause depression That are not necessarily to do with Anything going wrong In your life yeah. Or like w- with you Doing something wrong It's like it's just the nature of But I knew I had tried a ton of self help And it was like I bought this freaking It was like a Mandala coloring book Meditation This was the last straw for me It was like you're supposed to color meditate then you color the mandala then you'll receive a message you write it to the side you go back to coloring and i was like this is so much like i'm coloring for my mental health now it's so
0: much work at this point and it also had a it felt like slight magical thinking
1: slight magical thinking where i'm like all i have to do is do my colorings every day <laughs> and then i won't cry in public i get that that's how it was with the artist way with yeah. the writings you're like
0: oh, yeah, I'm treating this as if this is supposed to solve all my
1: problems. Right, right. And it's not. And sometimes the self-help, while I still value it, and I do like to try to allot a little time each day to do something self-care related in terms of, like, keeping up my mental state, like, doing, like, a little gratitude practice in the morning or even just being like, dear God, like, please let me keep it positive today because that's what I want to bring into my life, like – However big or little, just setting the intention, Um, you know, but I think if you're doing that stuff and it's not working and you still feel like, I remember when I was really depressed, I would just feel, I think it was also PMDD as well, but I would just feel physical. It was like mental pain. I was yeah. like upset, but it was physically painful to me. You know? Oh,
0: I believe that. Yeah. Uh, I do think a lot of symptoms are what is it called? Psycho Psychosomatic. Yeah. yeah
1: absolutely. Well they were saying that with back pain. Oh yeah. Because
0: I had that and I wanted to talk about it nonstop, but nobody wants to hear back. Pain <laughs> <laughs> but um They were saying, like, I heard that a lot, but I actually felt like I just slept something. My sciatic nerve, something kicked it.
1: Yeah. What's that book called? The Body Remembers? (sighs) Something like that, or Healing
0: Back Pain is the big one. Healing Back Pain. Okay. But to me, it bothered me on that one because I felt like, you know... You go in with your... Like, do you have back... I'm having back pain. And for your doctor to be like, well, maybe it was because you were molested when you were younger. Yeah, and you're yeah. like, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I know. I just... Can I... I mean, think it's my nerves. Right, yeah. right.
1: It's something along the line of like... We need y- a balance. Right, yeah. right. It, it, that's almost like parallel to when you like tell people that you you're like well I got you know I got rejected from I was gonna going out for this big job I got rejected and they're like well it when you manifest if you attach negative emotion to it then it actually pushes it further away it's like can you not blame this on me like this is out of my control
0: also my theory is with people that are all about like well you probably didn't manifest it or um, you weren't sending out positive vibes to the universe. It's like, c- could you be more of a cult leader questioning your authority to me? Or right, right. Also, it's always hot, extremely privileged white women that are uh, very attractive and come from money that are talking to you about manifesting. Yes, with their toxic positivity. <laughs> Where you're like, oh, I don't know. Do you think maybe having big tits and looking extremely
1: hot allowed you... People like attractive people. I manifested my tits at the doctor's (laughs) office with surgery. And if you're not willing to put out the energy... Well, I know I... i do love your negative flat chest (laughs) that's bringing us down It's literally negative space the negative (laughs) space on my chest well i did love that it was like a tiktok trend where it was like i use this sound my mom took me out shopping my dad took me out for dinner and we got a new dog it's like no you're just upper middle class yeah that's what (laughs) it's that sound didn't make your parents have money i hope you know that yeah
0: so it gets infuriating and but i do think there's a balance between the two yes absolutely absolutely and I've never
1: found it no no I'm either I'm either like magical thinking or I'm spiraling you know (laughs) but what I want to do is continue my self-care practices the main one for me has been getting enough sleep I have to say the entire time I was depressed that was when I was sleeping like five hours a night because I was working and doing stand-up and once I started sleeping again I had a huge epiphany that I was like oh my god I feel okay.
0: Yeah you're just probably um, if Because I know if I don't sleep a lot In a lot of days in a row I'm cranky and start
1: Internalizing. Yeah. Yeah Sleep is such a huge one for the mental Health and I would say like I feel I do feel a lot better when I get a workout into and I hate to be that person that's like working out is everything. But it's like I do think that it helps you physically. I think it helps you physically and mentally to do a strength training workout. The weights for me are really important.
0: I know. I agree with you on that one because there's nothing infuriating when there's people that actually are just like heavily depressed. And for you to be like, well, have you thought about running? Yeah. And they're like, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Right, like I right. just I can't. I'm not doing that. But I do think even um, they say in AA of um, change a thought, move a muscle. Like getting out of bed. Yeah. Uh, even just sitting up or doing a different movement. That's why I like about yoga is they're like if you just want to do child pose on your mm. on your mat, do that, that is sweet, better sweet child pose. Yes. Than yeah. not doing anything at all. That I do feel like. If you just get, just get
1: up, just sit up. up. Yeah. Just sit up. Literally just sit up. Yeah. I mean, look at TikToks while you sit up. Yes. I think that you'll phase in to the other part. Yeah. And also like reaching out and contacting friends. Like when I was, when I was depressed, I would really, I have a really bad pattern This is really, we're really ripping the curtain off of Lady (laughs) Journey today. This is a peep into vulnerability, but I would really isolate myself a lot. Oh, I do it
0: all the time. Oh,
1: and I I have done it actually, you know, intermittently since then. It helps that I live with my boyfriend now, and I do consider myself very lucky to have, like, a partner who's emotionally supportive, despite the fact that he's a man. Um But, like, I would isolate myself and I would spend so much time alone that I would convince myself that, like, no one even really likes me and I'm, like, such a burden on on other people. And if you are depressed and you're feeling like that, like, I would just – I would just um, encourage you to challenge that thought. Yes. The cognitive behavioral technique of, like, you know, you write out your thoughts and then you kind of say, like, is this – does this sound – Nuts! like does that sound realistic that everyone hates me like I'm not Hitler yeah (laughs) but there's nothing worse too though like when you are feeling depressed and you go out and people are like hey how's it going you're like I'm a little depressed they're like okay I like like, my favorite why why
0: oh I don't just be on TV you're like yeah
1: I hate
0: the people that haven't I
1: don't know. What are your top three things that you do to stave off the inevitable downfall of your mental <laughs> state? <laughs> I, well, I like making a good
0: meal for myself. Oh, I
1: love that. Yeah, even if it's self-care.
0: like doing takeout, because you know what's great about takeout is you have to walk to the door to get it. That's oh. movement.
1: Yes. Um,
0: I like doing that. I like uh, going for a walk. I definitely like working out. Um, I like uh, if I can hang out with a friend.
1: Oh, that's nice. Yes, a friend that you know. Every I want to mi- laugh
0: about my misery.
1: Yes. Oh, that's so. And great. be told I'm
0: ridiculous, and let's laugh about how ridiculous you're
1: being right now. That was something that I learned in the uh the Brene Brown book that I read. It's called um the Gifts of Imperfection, and. It's a really great, I really recommend it. It's like a quick, quick read, um, w- not like her other book, which I made it through the first 17 pages, and I was like, I don't have my I'm whole done. life to spend <laughs> reading this book, so thank you for the one TED well, Talk.
0: can I tell you, I think a gift, somebody's got to do this out there, is you should read, Somebody's got to read every self-help book and just summarize it because a lot of self-help books are three examples of what you need to hear. And
1: you're like, can we just bullet point this for me? Oh, and they just take it into – it's story after story. It's like, yeah, I get it. Harold owned a restaurant, (laughs) and it wasn't doing well. It's like, I (laughs) when he changed his thought process,
0: everything worked out for him. Well, you know what? So have I. (laughs) I've already changed my thought
1: process, and I'm changing it back. Well, The Gifts of Imperfection was such an eye. I mean, I've read, I could have read over a hundred self-help books easily. Um, It sounds like I'm bragging, but it's like I'm 36. (laughs) So that's like, oh, what are you reading? Like three a year? Like you're, okay. Um, So I've read a lot of self-help books. And this one, it's rare for me to find one that is like something super new. But she does all this research with shame resilience. And she, she talked about shame as a concept that maybe you've experienced before, but you haven't had, uh, this concept of it to put a name to it. And like, we are often shamed a lot. And I think this happens with women too. Like women are kind of like shamed into a box a little bit more than men are. Men are shamed when they like try to express, um, vulnerability, you know, but I think women are shamed more in like day-to-day world, especially like posting something online or like oh you let your kid do that mothers are shamed often you're shamed for your body you're shamed for like when you try to like get ahead in business like women are taught to be kept in this box of like um non-threatening you know and uh, and men are similarly in a different box of like you must like show prowess and like attract a hot woman to you and it's like anything that you step outside for you can be shamed for And so Brene Brown observed these characteristics of shame resilience and recognizing that somebody has tried to inflict shame upon you socially because you stepped outside of the lines in some way. And then one of the ways really to get over it is to tell somebody about it and have them affirm you and be like, "Ugh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. What you're experiencing
0: is in reality. Yes. And you're not wrong or like that's a valid feeling that you're having
1: yeah or not like because we've all had this and Brene Brown says this is something you should never do we've all had that experience where you like oh I remember this one I had this horrifically embarrassing experience and I told somebody close to me in a very vulnerable state and they took the other person's side that's awful even which I don't think that they were justified at all I think I was in the right in the of course it's my experience but Like, that's not a way to support somebody. Your friend. Your friend who's like having a really hard time. Yeah. Well, I had, I remember one time I told a friend
0: that I was like, I had the biggest bomb and it was so bad. Mm. I still think it's like in my top five bombs. Mm -hmm. And instead of just being like, it's another comic too, this person was like, why? As if it was a thing I can control.
1: Yeah, that's the absolute wrong, like, Instead to be like, why wouldn't like, you just, uh, why wouldn't you just crush, you Yeah, know? it's like,
0: well, and, and then as a comic, f- it was like, this person was a comic friend that I was like, uh, don't act like you've never bombed. Yeah. Yeah. Don't that- act
1: like you've never bombed. You should like, a- and don't act like I'm not in a v- ult-, ult uh, ult- ulterior, ultimate ultra ultra vulnerable state right now yeah yeah telling you something that obviously I'm upset about
0: yeah and I know I can get over it I just felt like I told you because I thought we could all enjoy or we could all share the same experience but instead you've made me feel lonely
1: yes yes bombing is ultra shameful it's super it's like it's like um, in Game of Thrones Where she has to go Shame Shame Shame
0: I mean It's it's like a whole group of people Have decided to act like You're not even in the room Yeah
1: It is very painful I had a bad bomb At the Rehab center Which I signed a disclosure I cannot speak about <laughs> I cannot speak Recently? of it This was over the summer And I mean I guess I I just can't like Divulge any identities Or you know Talk about where I was But It was a very small group and it was just like I just felt hatred from the people in the crowd. I think
0: I've done the same thing and I come in with a different mindset being like this is going to be bad and I'm here to pick up my $100. Yes. Well,
1: I usually do have the same mindset and I think at that time I was just not emotionally prepared. Yeah. I was just kind of like, oh, like easy. Like and then. No. They because yeah. a lot of them are coming off of opiates.
0: <laughs> and to me I'm like this is the most hilarious thing. You're coming off of opiates and I'm telling you my jokes through uh, by holding a pen.
1: Yeah. I'm like so my husband <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> he's a goof. <laughs> like this. We're all hurting in this room. We are all hurting. <laughs> but yeah, that is those are brutal. Brutal. And, and, you know, we've all had plenty of brutal shows. But I think, like, at least, like, bombing, you know, you know that everybody does it. And, like, I find, like, social shaming to be really – and, you know, we had such a crazy uh, instance of that where it's, like, people getting canceled online. And that's so, I'm sure, like, emotionally upsetting for you, especially if you were canceled for something that, you know, obviously people that deserve to be canceled. There – uh, Sometimes you have to take justice into your own hands. Yes. But, you know, like we knew a girl who was canceled because of a joke that she told that was offensive to uh, somebody who was a celebrity. It was lightly making fun of a celebrity. Yeah. That person doesn't deserve to be canceled. She's not a sexual predator. Also, the
0: celebrity would would never have known. It was almost like all the people that knew about this joke probably... They're the ones that are like, did you know that blah, blah, blah told said something awful about you? Yeah. That you're like, you're worse. Absolutely. Because I actually feel like, I always say this, the person that's like, I heard blah, blah, blah said this about you. I'm like, you're worse than that person because they said that in private and it's none of my business what they say in private. But you get to say the harsh words without the accountability.
1: Yeah. Just say Dirt it behind bag. my back I like everyone else. Like a normal person. Anyway, this is concluding. We spun off a bit on that one.
0: <laughs> we're just going through our shit list. We're,
1: we're now talking about every time we've been wronged. <laughs> but listen to, if you are feeling depressed, my heart goes out to you because I've been there. And it's such an icky place to be in, you know, especially if you are trying to do something difficult or you don't have, like, a strong social support system or you're experiencing shame in, like, whatever context that you are. You know, I just encourage you to... Um, Go to therapy, really, because yeah. I think that was the main thing for me was going to therapy. And then fortunately, I was able to get into uh, more of a schedule where I was able to prioritize my health. Yes.
0: And then also, I was g- forgot to mention this for if we're going to talk about like short term solutions. I find that like just taking a shower or a bath, at least a bath you can sit down in. Mm. Something like a sitting shower, like, yeah, <laughs> like a light I love it. Something pampering, like I know, I always feel better if I do get dressed and even put on an outfit that I like and like do my makeup. In that, even if it means I'm not leaving my apartment that day, like I did that a lot during COVID. Yeah, and there were some days where I'm like, "This is so silly that I'm putting on a full face of makeup," but I just feel better and I have purpose.
1: I I think that I totally agree with that. Like. Doing small things to keep yourself feeling good are so important. And if you're somebody who's really busy or, you know, you're taking care of kids and maybe you don't have that time, like carving it out and saying like, no, this is a boundary for me. Like I have to do this for myself. Like having those little things where you say, no, this is my time. If my kid is screaming, I will still (laughs) put on my lashes And they can wait. Uh, You have to send a message to that baby (laughs) that you were a strong woman. I want that on a pillow. Put on your lashes and they can wait. Yes. Well, everybody, please remember to check out our Patreon for um, some of our exclusive bonus content. And if you like us, please um, go ahead and give us a little subscribe on YouTube. Like and subscribe. We would really love it. We're trying to get up there. And if you... um, are again suffering from depression we encourage you to look into professional help um but if you want to leave a comment below about something that you have done to help you on your journey we would love that too yeah
0: i love hearing um how people soothe themselves yes lady journey lady journey